0: There's a drive that human beings have that's probably the most important of all the drives that psychologists tend not to focus on or even recognize. It's a very odd thing to me. Which is the magic drive. Everyone has a drive toward magic. And in fact, toward not only having a magical life, but toward being a magician. We can even think of science as a subset of magic. But there are different kinds of magic, and in different historical eras and cultures, different kinds of magic are emphasized. So in this age that we're living in, what is emphasized is externalized magic. Magic that our minds put into the development of technological gadgets, and then we're amazed by the magic in the gadget without realizing that we have created it with another kind of magic. So we've externalized it. But this age not only recognizes only the externalized magic rather than the source in the internal magic, but also focuses on the black magic rather than the white magic. And so the magic that we spend most of the money on in modern culture are the magic that will create shock and awe in warfare. The magic of surveillance of whole societies, the magic uh, that gives power over others. That kind of magic. The magic that brings a sense of the ego into centrality, gives the illusion of egoic power. These lower kinds of magic, and they are real, the lower chakras each have a kind of magic, but they produce effects of suffering because they are not in touch with the source of all magic, which is the intelligence of the entire cosmos, the intelligence of God, which is based on love, on unity. So the magic of the ego is based on a partial identity that wants to separate and control and possess, even destroy the other. And we are now suffering from the effects of the success of these lower kinds of magic that have in fact succeeded in destroying the unity, the love, the harmony, the very basis of life in this natural world. And so we have to return, if we wish to survive, to another kind of magic, a higher kind of magic that is both inner rather than external and that is white magic rather than the black magic. And to do that, we have to give up the idea that the ego itself is the magical object or the magician, It is the surrender to the one true magician through which the magic of divine power can flow. And so the ultimate magic is salvation, liberation and life, freedom from suffering, freedom from fragmentation, freedom from delusion, despair, anxiety. That magic comes through the purification of the soul, through ridding ourselves of the darkness of egoic desires and demands and power uh, complexes. But it's important that we recognize that the power of the unconscious ego with its anger desire for revenge and resentment and all of that creates a very potent form of magic that justifies the ego That validates its own refusal to love refusal to trust and the creation of negative spells that we put on ourselves Because each ego is under a magic spell a spell that it has created over itself so that it will not wake up. And once it comes under that spell, uh, then the situation becomes hopeless because the ego can no longer remove itself from the spell that it has put itself under. This is the passion for ignorance that is spoken of by the Buddhists and by Lacan and by many other theorists who have attempted to understand why it's so difficult for people to change even when they come into therapy or they come into some uh, spiritual path, why does it seem so difficult? It's because the ego is under a magic spell. These spells vary in their, their strength. So if one early in life had put one under the spell of what psychiatrists would call psychosis, then there isn't even a mind that can be logically talked out of being under that spell any longer. Those who are only neurotic or put themselves under that kind of a spell can be spoken to. But the problem is the part of you that needs to be reached is repressed in the unconscious. You, the conscious mind can be totally convinced. Yes, yes, I want the white magic. But the unconscious still goes for the black. And so this split mind which is also simply a product of a magic spell. It's not a real split in any true sense, but it's a split at the level of one's belief in oneself, which creates operationally a situation in which there is more than one mind operating through a single body, and that can be fragmented to the point of incredible amounts of multiple personality disorder. But all of these splits then tend to produce interference patterns which create paranoid fantasies that then get emplaced, superimposed upon our view of the world and create indeed a very magical, in a negative sense, kind of world that we live in, which can produce the delusions of hopelessness and the delusion that no one can be trusted and that love is impossible and all the other kinds of beliefs that keep the ego caught, trapped inside its little shell, and justifying its refusal to break out of that shell and reach God. And since this supreme beingness, this ultimate mind and heart of the universe is the only magic that will ultimately free us, the spell itself creates a kind of catch-22 that keeps us trapped out of fear of the very being who would release us from the negative magic. And each time we talk to ourselves with negative chatter, we are reinforcing a magic spell upon ourselves. This is why it's so important in meditation to quiet the mind. In that state of silence, at least for a period of hopefully 40 minutes, Uh, you are not reinforcing the magic spell. And as it weakens, then the real magic of the inner light can break through into one's awareness. And especially if it's done in a space like this, where we have an energy field that is very magical, because the heart is open in many beings here and is harmoniously synergizing a field of love, And in that state, it's much easier for the ego's shell to soften and be permeable to the magic of divine love. And ultimately, when we choose that magic and we repeat the affirmations of mantras that represent the highest magic, the mind itself will break through the ego's false logic and enter into the silence of divine presence. And that magic will liberate our awareness from the sense of being a separate entity. From the magic that all of this is. So we must empty ourselves first of the effects of the negative magic spells. And then by a constant reaffirmation and remembrance of the true source of magic. Through that drive to be a white magician, not a black magician, through surrendering to through the, tr- the true source of magic, liberation becomes easy because all magic is effortless by its very nature. All it requires is giving up being seduced by the dark magic and by the externalized black magic of scientific gadgetry and returning to the source of the mind and of the heart. Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste.